Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Track cast. The galaxy's most unpredictable Star Trek podcast. We cut it off. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it always cuts off, man. I don't have a way to control that. I know, I know. We talk about this every week. <laughs> I think I think we need to unmute our mics and and talk for a few seconds while it's still while yes. it's still going. I think yes. that will that will curb some of the awkwardness of, sure. the, of the abrupt end. Mm-hmm. So, I like well, the hard start, but that's it's me. a hard it, right. It's a hard start. It's it's a it's a slap in the face, kind of like daylight savings time is for us Americans here this morning with the bullshit. Yeah. It, do uh, we ever yeah. have to do this again, though? Isn't this the last time? No, the, every I, year it's the last time. No, 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 no. They passed a law last year. No, no, I they wanted to pass a no. law. They didn't do it. I, they didn't. I got a no. I got an email from my congressman about it, and it was like I I can't make a decision for myself, so I'm yeah. taking a survey. You know, what do you think? And, and all the choices. And the last one was other. So I clicked other and I, I responded with do away with clocks. Time is a construct. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's I know there's like some like financial benefits to it and against it as well. Like there's factors as to there's why we no, still do. There's no right answer. I'll tell you right now. There's no right answer because, you know, we do daylight savings time. So. So businesses and organizations don't have to have seasonal hours. If we get rid of daylight savings time, some businesses and some organizations will have to have seasonal hours and some won't. So it's going to be just as confusion. We're just taking the confusion from over here and putting it over here. So we should just, we should move to star dates. That's it. From now on, when people ask, Hey Dan, what time is it? I'm going to say star date six, four, seven, eight, four, two, Point three. Well, I've moved, I've moved. And if they don't know what that means, then what's that? I've moved completely to UTC time. Like it's not, it's not 10 AM, which it is central, central daylight time here right now in the U S and Missouri where I'm at, but I go off of the UTC time. It's 1506. Okay. Mm. Cause it's 1506 everywhere going by 50, going by UTC. Okay. Okay. I guess. Yeah, that's, (laughs) That's what I mean. I mean, I, so, I kind of had to. I kind of had to. Um, I even have my phone, one of my two phones, set to UTC time because that's what the entire yeah. game runs off of is UTC time because it's a global game. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, 
Earlier this month, Senator Marco Rubio reintroduced legislation that would allow that would make daylight savings time permanent, proposing an end to the biannual clock change that disrupts the lives of millions of Americans. The Sunshine Protection Act passed unanimously. The, in the Sunshine last year. Protection <laughs> Act. That's what they called it. Oh my it. god! Yeah, they called it. It passed unanimously in the Senate last year, but the bill stalled in the House. Senator Marco Rubio that, that, reintroduced right. the bill in the Senate on March second to try to call and into this antiquated practice. So, yeah, the Sunshine Protection Act, I mean, you know what's the worst part? Hey, chat room, do you guys want want daylight savings stand or not? (laughs) I don't don't care. Yeah. But the worst part about about this is we discussed all of this like six months ago, the last time we had to change the clock. Because time is a construct. It's like Groundhog Day. (laughs) I love Groundhog Day. I do love that movie. Yeah. No, the holiday. I love the holiday. It's mm. ridiculous. I love the movie with Bill with uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. All no, right. that's my answer for everything. Nope. No. <laughs> okay, no. Shaw. I, I am <laughs> Captain Shaw today. Yes. Stream Streamyard was like, "Would you like to put a name in?" No. He was great. He. <laughs> he I'm, was. I'm sorry. That he was is hilarious. Growing on me. He really he has. Growing on me. Dude, it's hilarious. I watched the Will Wheaton interview with him. That yeah. dude is amazing. I, yeah. yeah. I just poked myself in the eye. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Chad, don't do that. I was just trying to rub it because it's got some sleep in it still. <laughs> That's what coffee is for. I'm try- uh, Coffee in the eye? Okay, here we go. Yes, yeah, pour coffee you go. in your eye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, you're, Chad's going to go for Academy performance today and fake tears and the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. He's a professional <laughs> soccer player. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. No kidding. He's gonna flop on the floor next when he doesn't like the news story. Yes. Exactly. Two sports that aren't real: WWE and soccer. Oh wow! Wow! Oh, wow! Shots fired. What do you Shots mean fired. WWE is not real? I know that's the one that would annoy you the most. It's real. No. Did you see that they're trying to go for uh, to be able to do sports betting? What no. do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? No. No. So apparently they've got to do like all these different things in order to make it viable as a thing you can bet money on. Oh, on no. WWE? Yes. You can't. Oh. You can't. Yeah. It's not. It's not real. It's scripted. It's not, yeah. It's rehearsed. That's well, some like, of the stuff they have to do is they have to plot out their storylines well in advance and then um, like secure the scripts and then like not yeah. deviate from that, which is yeah. something they don't do. So, okay, so this would be like, this would be like, uh, Las Vegas allowing you to bet on the season finale of Picard. Yeah, It'd be absolutely no difference. Yeah, which is why it's ridiculous. Yes, yeah. but they're working on it. They're working on it with gaming commissions from different states to make it happen. Right now, I think it's a it's a terrible idea. Yeah, oh yeah, it'll bad. be bad. It's pretty it's bad. All, idea. all it takes is one guy to get injured during a storyline because that happens. You know, and now you've ruined it. Speaking of somebody getting injured, uh, T Bear in the chat says Chad needs mittens. Yeah, apparently I need something for safety. <laughs> Kitten mittens. <laughs> All right. Betting on a rigged game—that's silly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Some people say the NFL is rigged. Uh, they're so wrong, but well, because the script came out last time. For the, <laughs> yeah. for the, the script did not. My God, you know, the people. I don't know. It's like there's too much dumb to go around. Everybody right. has. Yeah. Well, I have extra, said this before. Helping. 
I've actually said this my entire life, and I think I've even said this at least once on the show before. So if you've heard this before, just roll your eyes and move on with your day. Mm. But I honestly believe that the United States of America started down its path of decline when natural selection went out the window, i.e. we stopped being able to legally shoot each other in a duel in the street at high Good night. Lord. <laughs> Chad just wants free murder. Chad wants the purge. The purge. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's get to the news. Please. Yeah. Star Trek news. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. (laughs) So, uh, yes, our first news story comes to us from TrekMovie.com. Let me pull this up real quick. Yeah, uh, it's kind of interesting. We are getting an exclusive from them, uh, learning more about the behind the scenes of Picard. And we are learning that Robert Beltran had turned down a role in Picard, picking up on the Seven and Chakotay romance. So this was originally revealed on Twitter when Robert Beltran uh, responded to some tweets um, asking, you know, if he was going, why wasn't he in Picard? You're uh, cutting out a little bit, Daniel. Oh, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, whenever you go to pull up the stuff, sometimes it's that one. It's it's that specific website. Yeah, it wants to kill your mic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's by playing stuff. Yeah. No, it might be muted. It's by trying to play stuff. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Robert Beltran um, said that he did turn down a role in Picard, and so when they asked him what what role was it, it ends up that. Oh, read people the, want to challenge Jed. To read, the, read the next one, though, from Alejandro. That's great. <laughs> there you go. That's there what Tide are for. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a great point. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, get God. back to the news. So, yeah. yeah. So, the, the role that he turned down, you know, people were thinking, oh, it was for this season, season three. Was not. That was not the case. And and Chakotay is back in, in uh, Prodigy. But what the role that he did turn down was actually for season two. Remember in season two, we met um, Seven of Nine's husband in the alternate universe? Oh, okay. They wanted that to be Chakotay. Huh. Uh, yeah. Well, see, that would have been cool. Well, I don't know. For, for a minute there, I was like, no, I don't want Chakotay back. As, I don't want Robert Beltran back. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but I, don't want, uh, I don't want him back as Seven's lover. But in an alternate universe where he's an evil guy, that yeah. would have been cool. I would have. I would have dug that. That would have been cool. Well, he said. He said that he did not like the way the role was written, and he's having more fun on Prodigy, so he's just going to yeah. stick with that. Yeah, I you mean, know, sure. Honestly, Chicote is one of the biggest missed opportunities in in Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, there was so much they could have done with that character, and after a while, he was just you know 
part of the set. Things yeah. just happen around him. And then they're like, um, yeah, you know what? You also box with Boothby. So here. <laughs> <laughs> That's have a right. Boothby, have a Boothby boxing episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got a couple of, there was the one where he was fighting in someone else's war and he was trained to, he was like brainwashed to hate, hate this one race of people. And when, when he came out of it, turns out they were the good guys, but he couldn't yeah. get his, his hate right away. I mean, that was a good episode. That was a they, they had weird phrasing part. too, right? Like the way they would uh, phrase things. I don't remember this one at all. I yeah. don't remember. I must've blanked it from I my mind. I yeah. don't remember, but I mean, it was a good, you know, it was a good episode, a meaty episode about, you know, giving up hate mm. and, you know, here, this guy who we know is a good guy who we know doesn't have evil in his heart. And by the end of the episode, he's full of hate. It was good. Akuchimoya. But, yeah. you know, those, those were few and far between. Mm-hmm. Instead, he was just, you know, the guy. The other yeah. guy on the bridge, and he, he wasn't was just... even—he wasn't even a maquis for very long, right? That's the thing that I think was the biggest miss with him is there should have been more of that fight and more of that dynamic between him and Janeway early on than there was. They let it go too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I liked when they uh, got together on that planet, Tim and Janeway. <laughs> yeah, they were playing house. Yep, they yeah. fell into that. He did really. He fell into that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was interesting, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Next news story comes to us from Yahoo News. And William Shatner, Grandpa, says he do not, does not have long to live. Um, well, he's being dramatic. He uh, <laughs> is working on a documentary. He is, yes, he's working on a documentary. He's 91 years old. The documentary is called You Can Call Me Bill. So very much a take on you can call me Spock, you know, or my oh name my is Spock. gosh, yeah. Uh, and basically, this is the first documentary he says that is about his life. He's done a lot of documentaries about Star Trek and all that, yep. but this is all specifically him. And mm-hmm. he is doing this to leave something behind for his grandchildren and great grandchildren. And with that, he says, "Look, I'm 91. I I don't have much left, you know." There's less years forward than behind. So, yeah, well, yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that's a obvious statement. That's. I don't think that's being overdramatic when you word it like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what just saying. It's just clickbaity headline. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just somebody acknowledging the reality and the fact that they're 91. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a scary thing. Honestly, I think about that every once in a while. Like, I'm 45 right now, so I've probably yeah. got another 40 years, right? If I'm yeah. if I'm good, if I get. I mean, lucky, unless you get 40. dueling and legal like you want. but i mean like you know so you're still at that point where you have as many years in front of you roughly as you've already put behind you that seems like a long ass time but when you get to that point where you're thinking about it like yeah the opportunities for me to be around for another 10 years that seems unlikely like that's got to be a wet noodle to the face i don't know i i'm gonna have a hard time with that as time goes on i will have a hard time with that do a do a documentary that should help yeah (laughs) <laughs> well, wait, hey chat room what would uh chat's chad's documentary be called? oh we already know what my documentary oh, be called wow. you already know where's waldo chat about, that's chat it. about you <laughs> it's just where's waldo that's chat it about you. <laughs> chat about town 
Oh, Lord. Nobody <laughs> would read that. Nobody would read Actually, you know what? I should do that, and I should do that now and have every page blank. I feel like you should get that as your Twitter account. Chat about you. <laughs> ah, making it right now. Yeah, there you go. All right. And our last news story comes to us from also Yahoo. Uh, and we are getting a response to... So remember a while ago, Nicolas Cage said that he likes Star Trek over Star Wars and did yep. not want any part of Star Wars. Well, Pedro Pascal is now responding to that. Um, so it was brought up in an interview. Instead of reading all this, let me just play the clip. So this is Pedro responding to Nicolas Cage saying he does not want to be part of Star Wars. Nick is one of the smartest people I've ever met. And um, I think that that makes sense in terms of um, uh, how... Uh, cerebral and uh, puzzle making a lot of the Star Trek is I will admit that it was a little over my head as a child I I, I it lands on me so much more as an adult uh, so there you go hmm. yeah. so what were they they were in something together recently the unbelievable weight of talent okay yeah yeah all right yeah. I don't know anything about that movie other mm-hmm. than um, way of the wrong. That's your autobiography. My two My dance. Two dance. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those two were in a movie together. Uh, you just said it, and I forgot already. Unbelievable way a, to tell it. I saw the movie. Okay. There's a there's a scene where the two of them are in a car together, and and, mm-hmm. uh, and he looks over at Pedro, and Pedro has this like look on unbelievable his face. bliss. Yeah, I don't know if he's high or or what, <laughs> but it's become a uh, it's become a meme. Oh, absolutely. People are, you know, editing that into all kinds of things, but I didn't know what it was from. Yeah. But that it is a hilarious movie. Okay. Like it is definitely worth a rental or watching it on streaming or something. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty funny. So. Okay. All right. Cool. And uh, that's all the news. I, uh, right. I tried to make a Twitter account. I need a new Gmail account in order to do that with. Everything else is used up. So, you need okay. another you know. Yeah, you could. I, you know, here's just an idea. You could do it later when we're not yeah. making a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, we are trying to do something here. It'd be funny though to like give the link to it. Live start, the show. Just start live tweeting. Yes. The show while you're in the show. Yes. All right, let's get. Right. Should we get to the main topic? <laughs> sure. Fun will now commence. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bear, way of the wrong novel. Chad Waldo, I am always wrong. Those are both great You're cutting out, Chad. Why? Why am I cutting out? I don't know. I don't know. But you are. I don't know. Um, anyways. Now, we, now I just hear nothing. Yes, exactly. Well, he stopped talking. Uh, That's so fine, too. this was Picard, episode four, no win scenario. 
Um, the log line from Paramount is, with time running out, Picard, Riker, and crew must confront the sins of their past and heal fresh wounds while the Titan, dead in the water, drifts helplessly towards certain destruction within a mysterious space anomaly. Directed by Jonathan Franks and written by Terry Metalis and Sean Tretta. That's a new director. Jonathan Frakes? Jonathan Franks, yeah. Oh, Franks. nice, yeah. No, he's not new. He says that half the time. Every, I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know. And every time, every time, we, we have to get a, an image that I can put up. Because um, every time you say that, I just, in my mind, there's there's Riker eating a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or a hot dog Riker. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. are just having all kinds of fun this morning, aren't we? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. I need That's it. Kinda... I need it, man. Yeah. I tell you, my wife. Um, my wife had some surgery on Wednesday. Yeah. She had some abdominal surgery. So, and I mean, it was scheduled. We knew, we knew it was coming. Yeah. So I took, I took, um, second half of last week off and this coming week I'm, uh, I'm taking off. So I've been doing, um, I've been doing mom stuff for, (laughs) for several days and I'm exhausted, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what she, uh, she went in for surgery on National Women's Day, and oh wow, <laughs> or that week or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So that being said, um, I watched this episode two and a half times. Nice. I need nice. I need to watch it again because I was interrupted like every five minutes, and mm-hmm. so I know there's stuff. I know there's stuff that I missed. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I thought it was great. But I missed half of it because of that. Right. It's my brother Dan and my other brother Dan. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah. Accurate. No. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do a graphic <laughs> with, with the title of that book now. <laughs> <laughs> well, hot dogs are delicious. Hot dogs are. are a sandwich as well. Yeah. That's right, they are. <laughs> I like that we they that are. we comment to these and then for like the audio listeners, they don't know. They have no uh, idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So somebody mentioned that that they want a hot dog. That's that's yeah. what it is. Anyway, yeah. um, I I really like this episode. They did say that yeah. this is the end of their first uh, arc. Yep, first act. So first act. This is the end yeah. of it. Uh, definitely felt like putting it together. It does feel like a movie. Yep. Um, I, I think if you watched all four of them back to back to back, you'd have a pretty decent sized TNG movie. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. 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 Um I I thought it was really well done. Um should we I okay. There is a great um theory going around online that I want to share with you guys. Okay. 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 So this is coming to us from uh Pendragon Designs on Instagram. They're a knitting account that also loves Star Trek. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two things go hand in hand. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so it says, my theory is that this is all about Lass. He was in w- only one episode of DS9, but apparently the writers uh-huh. wanted to do so much more with him and didn't get the chance. It would just be like the Picard team to pull an obscure thread and run with it. Lass was the changeling sent away like yep. Odo, who wanted to form a new great link in the Alpha Quadrant, and he hated humanoids. Uh, Odo linked with him while unknowingly carrying the morphogenic virus and intended him to be 
intended to be for the founders. So that would uh, explain the grossness of that. <clears throat> what probably is a changeling. Um, also, last did not have access to the Great Link, which would have cured mm. him. So there we go. It's hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you remember who played Loss, but it was. Um, was it a Murtaugh? Yeah, it was JG Hertzler. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, you know, I thought about that character the other day. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was wondering if they were going to somehow address this. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they keep pulling like obscure, they keep pulling obscure references. That's for sure. And I'm starting to wonder, like, are some of them red herrings? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, for instance. Like, we thought the uh, bugs? Yeah. Which, I'm, you know what? I'm not totally out. <laughs> the, earth, the, earth is, <laughs> the earth is flat until you prove it wrong. Well, That's right. Here's the, thing. here's the thing. Okay, Vatic. Mm-hmm. Is she changeling? No, she's not. She's not. Mm-hmm. She's not. So she still could be a bug. This could be the bug changeling alliance or something. You know, we don't know. Right. We don't know. They're they're pulling so many obscure things. But something else that I noticed <clears throat> when she I don't, I don't know, was that like was her hand a changeling or was her glove a changeling or is it a device like a bio electrical device that resembles a changeling what what was that on her hand so i i can't remember where i saw it but somebody was pointing out online that she acted much differently once that thing was talking to her as if it was controlling her because the minute it went back into her body she was just all boisterous and and kind of crazy like she has been but when it was talking to her she was very fearful so here's the thing. Here's the, the 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 item that I'm wondering if it's a red herring or if it's going to go somewhere. Did you notice the knife that she used? Yeah. Thank you. Daryl just brought it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She used Shinzon's knife. Now, here's the thing. That's an actual knife that was made by a knife company around the time that that movie came out. And they just selected that knife to use. It wasn't mm-hmm. designed for the movie. Okay. Um, but... 20 years later, they chose that knife to have her do this scene with. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking myself, what's the connection? Why does she have Shinzon's knife or a knife just like Shinzon's? And then I'm wondering to myself, we still don't know why she... I'm, I'm about to go into one of my crazy Dan theories. So okay. just, okay. just bu- buckle up, put on your helmet. I'm listening. Okay? We still don't know why she wants Jack Crusher. Right. We still don't know why she hates Jean-Luc Picard so much. Okay. Mm. Now, is she another Romulan clone, cloning project Mm. that was made using Picard's DNA? And if so, she's suffering from the same uh, ailment that Shinzon had. And what did Shinzon need to survive? He needed Picard's DNA, DNA for an infusion, an infusion of something. Okay, mm-hmm. Picard doesn't have DNA anymore because he's a a, a robot. 
Right. He's all synthetic. So what's the only place to get Picard's DNA right now? From Jack Crusher. Right. It was the Packlids. It was the Packlids. <laughs> yes. It was. Um, it was. Uh, I mean, that's a good theory. That it it fits. I don't know if it's a good theory. It's a theory. It fits. She's a Beverly maybe, clone. Yeah. <laughs> She's a Beverly clone. There you go. I don't know, Chad. What do you think? I can see the wheels turning. <laughs> can you see the smoke coming out of my ears? Yes. Um. No, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good theory, uh, but I don't. That's not where my. That's not where I put my money. Um. So first mm-hmm. off, let's back up. She's got a Shinzon knife. I call that a red herring. Yeah. Right. That that means the Romulans would be involved somehow, some way, which they probably are because the changelings but the ship, have infiltrated the ship them. Looks, the ship looks Romulan. It does look Romulan, right? So, I mean, the Romulans are involved in some way, or shape, or form because the changelings have gotten into everything, right? And so she's got the Shinzon knife specifically so that we talk about it. That, that that's it, yeah. right? And and it's a good it's it, it's a good little drop, right? It's a nice little yeah. prop to use um, to get people thinking, right? So that's all I think it's there for. Now, with that said, the, I don't think that the changeling is controlling her. I think she's just scared shitless of it. Um, and that's, that's the only thing in the world that she's, cause she's crazy, but that's the only mm-hmm. thing that she can be scared of because literally she has to cut herself open to let it out. And mm-hmm. when it does, it floats in the freaking air and talks to her like, <laughs> no wonder she's nuts. It's mm-hmm. the weirdest changeling ever, but that's, that's some sort of weird changeling communication device. I don't know why she can't talk to it without cutting herself open, but yeah, dramatic effect, I suppose. But, um, yeah. But yeah, the ship does have a as as bird of prey kind of look to it as well, almost uh, kind of like to yeah, because the shrike is, it up, is, yeah. is terrible looking. Like it's that's <clears> oh, cool looking. Bird. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's it's a cool looking uh, ship. Anyway, um, and it also kind of looks like the uh, small, more menacing version <laughs> of the ship that uh, what's his name had in uh, the JJ Trek movie. Oh, Nero's ship. Nero's yeah. ship, right? It's a smaller yeah. version. It's got that same look mm-hmm. to it. A board. Well, it's definitely the same it. school of design. Exactly. Just make it pointy. Exactly. Make it pointy. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know. Uh, I think it's just. A, I think it's. A, I think it's a part of a changeling that's able to communicate with itself. You know, automatically, right? So it's used as a communication device. I think it's in her arm, so it can't be detected mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. They can use her without having to have a full changeling there mm-hmm. to do what they need to do. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as being connected to now. Why do they want Jack? Yeah. That's a great question. I don't have an answer for yet. I, I mean, your theory is as good as any other, so I really can't say, but I mean, what is so special about him? Uh, I mean, it would, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy, but maybe the Vorta are involved with that in some way, shape, or form with what they need in terms of genetics somehow with Beverly. Mm-hmm. And Beverly knows something, and then she had to use that to save. I don't know, you know, something like that. I don't know. <coughs> but uh, I mean, it could be that simple. It could be that simple. They're just after Picard's DNA again, which would be kind of weak sauce, honestly. But yeah, maybe that's all it is. I I think Vatic is the new Vorta. I don't think they're Vortas, but I think they feel that role for the new changelings. Yeah, in terms of they're just there and inhabiting and, and doing their commit, whoever. Yeah, uh, they do their bidding. Is, they do their bidding, right? So, yeah. I I do also think though that for sure, the um the device that the that the bad guys are after at the Daystrom Institute is lore. 
I think they're after something else, but I think lore comes into play somehow. Um, okay. But I, but I just I think they're after something else, something more menacing than just lore, than just an android. I know he's more than just an android, but I think they're after something more than that. And with Jack, I think the reason they're after Jack is because he knows. I guess my my number one theory would be the simple one: he knows something he's not telling everybody else, and mm-hmm. so does Beverly. Mm-hmm. They both know something, but they're after Jack. Because either A, he is able to do whatever it is that they know, or they know if they get Jack, they've got Beverly as well. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they want both of them. So they just concentrate on the one because they know that gives them both. So T-Bear's got a question. Uh, who are the Vatic minions um, that have the clicking sounds? So I'm going to go for a deep cut. Right okay. Um, do you remember the episode of TNG when everyone was getting abducted by aliens in their sleep? Oh, those clicking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could it be those guys? I, they're back for more. They want to abduct mm. them again. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It fits as far as the clickings, but that's about it. It all fits. That's the thing. It all fits. There's so yeah. many loose ends, so many unexplored storylines. Right. Um, from Berman era Star Trek. That, yeah. You know, they can literally do anything. What are we? Are we beating on Odo's bucket? What is that that I hear? <laughs> I, it's, I hit my mic stand by accident. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. you know what? Kind of like what I do. About it. Odo's bucket. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. While we're talking about Odo's bucket, um, mm-hmm. they kind of messed up there. Yeah, they did. That's not a, that's, that's an Odo thing. That's not right. a changeling thing. The yep. founders didn't do that. Nope. That was Odo, Odo's not, uh, he's not a good enough changeling to, you know, just turn into goo mm-hmm. on the floor and and just be a puddle for an hour. He's got to go in the bucket. So right. I well, I could see that being a thing way. with the. I could see that being with the changelings in in the area who can't get to the link, right? And maybe they, maybe that's what they do. Or but, they're in uh, hiding, so they don't want to be spotted while they're in yeah, form. yeah. So, so be self-contained in a small area. But he made it sound like, you know, hey, this is something that all changelings do. So if you're looking for a changeling, you got to. He made it sound like a Dracula with a coffin. Yeah. They have to go back to their coffin. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I think it would have made more sense if he had said, um, you know, they have to return, they have to revert to their gelatinous form once every 16 hours. So if he, uh, if the changeling impersonated this ensign, you got to search his quarters for some residue. Mm-hmm. And then she finds the residue on the floor or in the sink or something like that. But to say, you know, there's a specific item that he's going to use to do this. It didn't fit with what was established. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> could be a young, you know, that's a good, link. well, that could be a point because that's a good point because they did say that. What did they, they sent out a hundred changelings just like Odo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and, you know, so I'm sure many of them didn't survive, but, you know, Lost was out there looking for others of his kind. Right. You know, who knows who else he found. Yeah, but then the question true. is, see, here's the thing. I'm wondering if we're going to see Odo, if they're going to, like, digitally recreate him or something. Because here's the thing. Even if Lost did go and create a new, a new link of pissed-off changelings, Mm-hmm. At some point, the regular changelings became aware of this other link, 
mm-hmm. because because Odo contacted Worf about it. Right. So I'm wondering if this other link I'm wondering if these other changelings went home to the Great Link and decided we don't you know, this is not for us. We don't want to do this. We want to do our own thing. And brought some other changelings with them as they left. Mm. And now it's fractured the the Great Link. The Great Link. Because yeah. Odo would have to find out somehow in order to right. tell Worf. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think we'll see Odo. I don't see them doing that. Um. Yeah, I don't they think have so. to bring it up. They have to bring it up again, though. There has to be more to this story. About I don't just know. I, I I could see. Hey, just... Odo. Odo sent me an email, and uh, <laughs> I could definitely see them doing that, and that's it. You know, I I could see they them did in this up... episode. Yeah. Kind of, they pulled up a, a screenshot of him on the pad. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was that was an old publicity photo yeah. from Deep Space Nine. I mean, yeah. and that wasn't the only one. I don't know if you noticed in Ten Forward, there was a picture of uh, Picard and Guinan from Generations. Yeah, it was an old, it was an old, you know, stock photo from the movie. The yeah. problem is that scene took place in the Nexus. So who right. took that photo? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I I, I saw other people bring that up. Yeah. Which got me, which got me thinking. Um, okay, so people obviously still hang pictures on the wall. In the mm-hmm. 21st century, we've seen that. Now, you know, we walk around our daily lives here in the 21st century, and we say, "Oh man, this thing that just happened. I wish I had my camera. Mm-hmm. I would love to have a picture of that." Okay, in the 25th century, you could literally that could happen to you, and then you could walk to the holodeck, recreate what just happened, mm-hmm. and then have the computer replicate a photograph as if someone took a picture of it. You know what I mean? You're gonna you're yeah, in the yeah, yeah. you re- recreate the, the the situation. You tell the computer, add, add, add a photographer right there. Have mm-hmm. him take a picture. Now transfer that picture to the replicator and print me a, a eight by eight by ten. Well, T Bear says the Nexus is like an amusement park ride, and Picard bought a photo on the way out. Uh yeah, but his arms aren't up in the air. Like that's right. <laughs> Somehow the Nexus has automated drones taking pictures of you everywhere so you can have it. Perhaps as a birds. Yeah. Perhaps birds, correct. Mm-hmm. Birds aren't real. Yeah, they're not. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of, for it to be the first arc, or to be the first part of the story, there's a lot of things still left up in the air that need to be tied up. Obviously, well, speaking of left up in the air, it, but still. what do you think was going on with Jack at the end? When like uh, Venom or Carnage was behind him, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I tell you what, you know, they did a. What am I? The, explain that scene to me. I'm I'm missing. I'm and that. I need Jack to watch is, this episode again because I watched it once Jack on is, Thursday. I got to watch it again. Jack at the end is looking in the mirror in the bathroom. He's watching. Oh his yeah, face, yeah, 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 yeah. And behind He's him having a hard wall. time. Yeah, behind him on the wall is, is is something. Well, and see, that's right. And see, and see, he does say, or there's a there's someone whispering, say, you need to tell them. Yeah. Yeah. See a changeling. So maybe. Yeah, he can't be. Mm. No, but maybe he has a changeling inside him. 
the way mm-hmm. that Vatic the way that Vatic does. Like a good changeling. And, and then no, maybe it's a bad changeling, but he's keeping him at bay or something. Yeah. And the the new link, we'll call them the new the new link. The mm-hmm. new link wants their guy back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, that's something he knows. That I mean, clearly he knows he's been he's done this before. That's why he's hitting his head and trying to knock it off and get it to shut up and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so what did you guys think of the 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 B story? Uh, Picard having lunch in the bar and all the cadets and uh, well, I don't think they were cadets. I think they were just young officers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's um, very telling. I think it was a very honest scene. I mean, that's just the way. I mean, Picard was just being honest and talking and being himself, and he didn't say anything that was outside of what his character has always been. Yeah. It's just a shame that he said it to Jack and didn't yeah. know. I didn't see that coming. I didn't yeah. see that coming. But when all. Beverly said, I mean, that makes sense as to why Beverly said, I told him all about you and I told yeah. him he should go and see you. And he said he didn't yeah. want to. And that's because he went and scoped him out. Yeah, got that answer. Up. I mean, he was he was definitely yep. slinking around. He had, his, yep. he had his hood up. And, uh, you know, I was thinking. And in the end of the episode, I think Picard realized I've seen this kid before. This was yeah. the kid in the this was the kid in the bar. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm sitting there wondering to myself, how does he how does he talk his way out of this? Because he was lying to those officers. He was absolutely 100 percent lying when mm-hmm. he said Starfleet's the only family I ever needed. Because mm-hmm. we know we know that he desperately wanted a family. Yeah. We yeah. know from generations that he wanted a family. Because the Nexus revealed that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But well, also, not only all that, know that but... in his mind, in his memories, he had a family mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. inner light and he mm-hmm. still carries the pain of, of losing them. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he's going to share that yeah, with Jack. I... And, and that's his that's his out to explain, you know, this is what I said to them because I had this deeply personal experience 20 years ago that I wasn't about to share in a bar with a bunch mm-hmm. of ensigns. But this is what happened to me. And I had a son. He didn't exist, but he exists in my mind. He exists in my heart. And, you know, you are the. It's an easy enough thing to explain too. to say, Jack, I didn't know you existed, period. And I said what I said as an admiral in Starfleet. Yeah. What mm-hmm. other response do you think an admiral in Starfleet would have to young officers? Yeah, I think that's a textbook answer i think if he's going it is. to connect connect with his son i think he would have to uh you know give a little more than that of course he would I but i mean that's a pretty obvious like yeah they just so, need mean, to but go jack, but jack also <clears throat> jack also heard him say that when he was when he was 17 years old oh yeah. god so I don't... he he experienced that he experienced his dad telling a room full of people I don't need a kid when he was I, 17 years old. Exactly. I, I just realized what's going to happen. Oh, boy. Because oh they're boy. on their way to go see uh, everyone else, right? Yeah. And, and who else is in that group that we haven't really seen a lot of? Jordy. Counselor Troy. Oh. A, a psychologist who's going to help Jack and Picard mend fences. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. And yeah. you can probably feel... Yeah, oh, and gonna sense feel. the changeling in him, yeah, right, or something that's feel. not right. Yeah. Um. 
So one thing that bothered me at the beginning of this season mm-hmm. was Riker. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was out of character, and for a little while we thought maybe he was a changeling, but it was out of oh, character. Oh, I still think it. No, 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 I don't. No, I know. I'm just kidding. So. I'm kidding. Yeah. So. <laughs> so he, um, you know, he basically left his wife and his and his daughter, mm-hmm. which we all thought was incredibly out of character. And then come to find out, it's because of the pain from losing his son and yada yada yada. Um, but and and initially, I looked at that and I was like, yeah, but we saw you in season one and you were fine. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly, two years later, they need you to be on a starship for the way that story's going. You know, the writers need you on a starship, so they concoct this this thing about you still dealing with the pain. And and it occurred to me that his son died because the means to cure him were not available because of this ban on synthetics. Mm-hmm. And that ban has been lifted. Yep. Yeah. And that has got to reopen those wounds mm-hmm. yep. to know that if my son was sick today, we would just, we would just take him to sick bay and they would yeah. fix him. But that's got to, that's got to change your mind on uh, Starfleet yeah. regulations and protocol. And why are you here in the, exi- in my existence and everything else? And there's just, at the end, there's just nothing, right? That statement that he made yeah. at the end, there's just yeah. nothing. Yeah. It, I mean, we kind of have to connect the dots a little bit, but that's fine. Um, uh, it explains a lot of the changes for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so kind of shifting gears here a little bit on the Will Wheaton show when they were interviewing the the actor that plays Shaw. One of the things they brought up, and I kind of wanted to share this. No, because I've seen this brought up. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying. It. I know, I know. Um, you know, one of the things that has been brought up quite a bit is if if uh, Shaw really hated Borg that much, why? have seven of nine be there right oh i got an answer for that okay well well, we don't we don't know that it's a choice exactly someone put her there to make him deal with his shit okay or or we can hear what the actor says okay go ahead (laughs) (laughs) but you hold on to that theory what does he know yes (laughs) hold on to that theory stupid star wars tattoo yeah yeah (laughs) okay here we go he's not he's not wrong yeah he's not wrong right and so and he chooses his first officer yeah. so True. i think he has to compartmentalize yeah. he recognizes her skill i think he when he was younger i think prior to the events he was probably much more like her roguish and and risky and whatnot and so she gets to be the things on the bridge that he won't let himself be and needs that that other voice of yeah. a much more uh, impulsive, brash uh, risk taker, which is why I think he chose her as his as his first officer. But he won't call her seven. Yeah. So that's how he compartmentalizes. Like he won't call it what? But he won't call her seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's good. I like that. Yeah. I thought so. That's tracks. one. So that's one theory. <laughs> Or he was forced. Whatever. No, I mean, like I said at the beginning of this the the, the show, I I really Shaw's really grown on me pretty fast. <laughs> the guy he is has. hilarious. He He's has. just 
you know, his story of Wolf uh, 359 and, and telling yeah. everybody what he told them. I mean, that was painful yeah. and hard. And I can understand yeah. some of that. At the same time, he's, he's being a little, you know, petty to Picard. It wasn't like he was Borg by choice um, and had control. But I, I understand where he's coming from. And then, uh, you know, at the end of it, he's like, sorry, everybody. At some point, I replaced charisma with asshole. I, lo- <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, and the grease monkey so, thing and all of that. And then Picard throwing it back into his face. I, I, we need an asshole from Chicago. I thought that was great. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny about that is that actor is from Chicago. Uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> now, with that said, so, do we like the cussing? No. Yeah, I don't either. I could do without the cussing. I don't either. Yeah. I, yeah. I can yeah, take I it and leave it. I don't want to rehash it, but yeah. it's it's not. It's yeah, dipshit from Chicago. That's right. Yeah, That's what Picard says. Yeah, which it was funny, but I just yeah, I could do it without the cut. So, an interesting thing about um, Shaw and his tirade against Picard, calling him Locutus and calling him a murderer, and we've met before. We've seen this conversation before. Mm-hmm. It was Ben Cisco. Yep. Mm-hmm. Except. At the time, it was Ben Cisco. Ben Cisco was receiving his orders from Jean-Luc Picard. It wasn't. Uh, it was a different dynamic. Picard's retired. Mm-hmm. You know, he could probably get away with saying a little bit more to him. Um, but it was good to see. It was nice to. I don't want to say it was nice to see, but it's interesting to see how in this universe they talk about wolf 359 like it's like 911 yeah yeah it was a traumatic experience for everyone yeah. yeah whether you were there or not it was just yeah 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 so it, i don't know it, it's good that it's good that it's still remembered it's good that it still uh affects the characters and they don't just you know eh, it was a thing that happened 20 years ago Right, right, right. You know, if you're a captain now, you were an ensign then. Mm-hmm. There's a good chance that you were there, you know someone that was there, or you lost someone that was there. Right. So I like how they, they tie that in. I, I keep thinking about that um that crew member in Lower Decks who was like, the changelings are a myth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 359 was an inside job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the aliens at the end, the ones that give birth, Mm-hmm. Are those the same? Are those the same? Yeah, Pearl Harbor, exactly, Chess. Yes. It's Pearl Harbor. Um, are those the same aliens from Farpoint Station? Um, very similar. It was pointed out on the Will Wheaton show that they were similar, but they did not directly say that it is them. All right, so it's like an Asian elephant versus an African elephant. Guy. Probably, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Picard <laughs> even mentions... Uh... Far point in, yeah. in the last episode, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Light swearing is fine. F bombs not needed. Yeah. From Picard yeah. specifically, sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, we did have uh, James T. Kirk double dumbass on you way back in the day, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, it's fine. So, I feel like they are something space jellyfish. I, yeah. I feel like there's something I need. Desperately need, and all of you need it too. You may not know it yet. <laughs> to peer by um, yourself in the lakes, waters of Lake Minnetonka. Uh, <laughs> no, I was going to say the the mines uh, below Mandalore, but you know that's uh, too. Well, okay, no, so I you went with, you went with Mandalore. I went with Purple Rain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I desperately want a flashback scene of Picard and Worf versus the Herogen. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Who doesn't yeah. want to see that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had so many questions about how did the oh Herogen get Just, over here? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Just Worf, you know. Oh, I want I want to hear Worf just say, you know, I am a hunter. I'm not the hunted. I'm not yeah. the prey. You know, something. Yeah. What was that hunter species that was in uh, Lower Decks that was going after Boimler? Uh- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> well, what was funny is they said that Worf set up a dead drop. Isn't that what they do in the first Predator movie? Isn't Arnold set up a dead drop? Yeah. Come on! Yeah. Come on! Come on. <laughs> I'm here! I'm here! Come get me! I'm here! <laughs> Come on! Oh my god, I need an episode where Chad just talks like Arnold. The whole episode. Get out of here. Get out of the Picard! <laughs> Come on, don't bullshit me. Dan does it so well. I know. We but yours is like, because it's bad? Great. It's bad, yeah, it's horrible, yeah. <laughs> oh, Pavel, how, how about Tosk? Yeah. Tosk. Yep. I'm yeah. Tosk. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see them again. Yeah, yeah, transwarp. You're right. Mm-hmm. So I just want to point out that I love the new Starfleet uniforms. Yeah, they're they're new and old all at the same time. It just goes. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? I'm sorry. I'm reading. I'm <laughs> yeah. reading T Bear in the chat. <laughs> For the people watching the not watching the audio show, they're like, he just he's talking about something, and all of a sudden he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. For I mean, <laughs> if the chat keeps putting up lines, I will put them on, and I'm sure someone will read them. Uh, oh boy, Go up your best Schwarzenegger. Get to the chopper. All right, so the Starfleet uniforms—they're new, but they're also old. Yeah, they, they fit. I mean, they look they they look very Voyager esque, and I yeah. think they did that on I think they did that on purpose. This this season of Picard is a love letter to to Berman era Star Trek, and right in the middle of the Berman era, that's that's what everybody was wearing. They were wearing that Deep Space Nine Voyager uh, uniform, mm-hmm. and there's that, and there's a couple of variations. Riker is wearing um, he's got the TNG style collar on his and there's some crew members that are walking around that also have the TNG style collar. And I'm wondering if those are cadets. I'm wondering if they have cadets on this ship for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, I got to stop. I got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like the new uniforms. I, I imagine we will see a lot of them in Vegas. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they're great. Yep. I, I did wonder, Dan, if you're going to get one before Vegas. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I got to lose some weight before I try to. Finish yeah, I didn't want to say my, it on the air, but that's <laughs> what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> Fair I'm going to I'm going to call William Shatner and find out where he where he buys his Star Trek girdles. Got to get in con shape. Yep, gonna get the space girdle. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So, who saw the uh, preview for next week? Did you guys see the preview for next week? Uh, I, did I did not. Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you right now that I'll probably not be on the show next week because I'll be throwing up after watching the next episode. Uh-oh. One specific scene. Uh oh. If that? if these two f- next characters would fight, would you think that Raffi would win? Hold on, I can I can show you the clip right now. Yeah, play the oh, clip. Okay. You're gonna yeah, just let's... you're gonna throw up. 
We're just yeah, gonna throw get out. the clip. could have sacrificed a move to reveal mine. I already know yours. It's... Impulsiveness, stubbornness, short-sightedness is yours. Oh, yeah, do that meditation thing. You know what's going Priority communications alert. Incoming encrypted message from Starfleet Intelligence. Your handler? Yes. Finally. It's been almost 24 hours since you contacted me. Patience, Raphael. Patience, my ass. If that attack on Starfleet recruiting was just a distraction, that means as we speak, there's a bunch of terrorist goo freaks out there planning their next attack. That's precisely why I requested access to the station. We need to find out what else the changeling stole from that vault. Denied. What? Thank you. There we go. No, thank you. In a, <laughs> in a fight scene between Raffi and Worf, do we honestly think that they finally redeem themselves in the last 30 seconds or 10 seconds of that fight where Worf is basically bored now? He's only using one hand and he shoves her to the ground. Like, that's how the entire fight should have gone. At no time should she have been able to even come close to kicking his butt. Like, that's well, just. Well, it depends. Just, I. I Are understood that as something else. Yeah. Are they sparring or is he training her? Right. Because yeah, probably he, training. If he's if he's training her, repeatedly kicking the shit out of her, she doesn't learn anything. He mm-hmm. has to let her he has to let her do things. He has to let this her true. throw punches, yeah. kicks, blocks, parry, you know. He she's gotta learn to do something. how to do it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's the part that just makes me throw up. Raffi well, is somehow a, a fighting ninjutsu, I've got two sticks <laughs> master, just makes me want to just throw up. I, I understood it as <clears throat> he is a better technical fighter than her. There's there's no doubt about that. Like, he, he is a skilled fighter, but she is a dirty fighter. So, whereas he's honorable and will fight, she'll do whatever it takes to win. She's also nowhere near his strength. Right. So she's going to use any trick she can to take an advantage. I did like the Klingon music at the end. That was that's oh, who great. doesn't? That's that, great. That was I love that part. No. Yeah. So. Anyway, you know I'm not a Raffi fan. Yes. <laughs> so I'm somewhat aware of this. Somewhat. <laughs> somewhat. I I have to I have to reopen an old wound. Okay. Um. So at the end of the episode, Riker uses a tractor beam to throw an asteroid yeah to throw an asteroid Uh at at the shrike yep and i have to say yes i loved it yeah yes okay because the way that he did it makes sense yep in physics and in how a tractor beam works Correct. Okay, because I looked it up after our, you know, because <laughs> no, I looked it up. I looked it up to con- to confirm my thoughts 
my mm-hmm. ideas of how I thought that a tractor beam works. Okay. Right. And what it says is tractor beams are imagined to work by placing a target in the focus of a subspace graviton interference pattern created by two beams from an emitter. From an emitter. When the beams are manipulated correctly, the target is drawn along the interference pattern. Okay, which basically means with a tractor beam, you can pull towards the emitter or push away from the emitter. You can't shove something from left to right. That's Mm -hmm. not how it works. Okay, so what they did three weeks ago is wrong with how a tractor beam works. Now, what Riker did, what Riker did, the asteroid was behind him. Mm -hmm. He turned on the tractor beam. Okay, they were picking up speed. And at one point, he said, disengage the tractor beam, mm-hmm. fire the keel thrusters. Now, on a naval ship, the keel is like the belly of the ship. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a naval term. Actually, a fish, too. The keel is the belly of the fish. Yeah. So the keel, the keel thrusters would move the ship up. Okay, so they're towing this thing. They shut off the beam. They move the ship up. It continues to move forward, passes them and continues on the same trajectory. Mm-hmm. It works exactly the way it was supposed to. Not, you know, this bullshit that they did that mm-hmm. they did 3 weeks ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh Daryl brought up a good point. Uh Worf did spar with Jadzia and Jadzia would did say at any time he could take her out, but yeah. he would let her. So. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh you know, um somebody did just bring up a good alert. Guys, Hold guys. On. What what Dan just said? Warning. Warning. Nerd alert! Nerd alert! Yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If and who was it that said that? Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. Anytime I play a sound effect, Chad, for a minute, you, you sound weird, and then it comes back. Okay. Well, what? I guess I'll that's what quiet. it is. Yeah. Uh, Daryl, uh, <laughs> Jadzia sparred with Worf. Yeah, I, I get that, but you know what? Chadzia, I'd let her too. <laughs> yeah. Um. Raffi is no Jadzia. Oh, mm. so. that's true. I agree. Yeah. Chad is not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> for once in one episode. <laughs> for once in one episode. Just don't ruin it. All right. I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> All right. Should we get to uh, listener feedback? Sure. Yeah. Open hailing frequencies. Frequency's open, sir. All right, if you're in the chat room, X up if you want to uh, join us. And uh, there you go. Um, I do have an email that I missed last week. (gasps) Yeah. How dare you. I know. So this is from Scott. Uh, His email says, I swear to God, I will burn Paramount Studios to the ground, metaphorically (laughs) speaking, if I don't see the first officer of the Titan knock out Shaw on his ass. Look him down and say, "My name is Seven of Nine." <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell you what, when when he started complimenting her, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh wow, this guy's this guy's coming around." Nope, <laughs> no, nope, no. Nope. His sarcastic way, you know, he can't just tell her this is how you find a changeling. I'm going to show you. I'm going to embarrass you. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, in that interview, the Will Wheaton show, they did say that we will be seeing more of Shaw. This isn't the end of Shaw. And we're going to see, um, well, how did he put, he put it as 
he will have more colors to paint with. So I guess that means we'll see more sides of Shaw. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And also, fun fact, that's not the first time this guy has been in Star Trek. This really? is actually really? his second Star Trek character. He was in Enterprise. He played a um, a Romulan that was pretending to be a Vulcan. Huh. Yeah. Really? Right. Yes. Huh. I almost have to go watch that. I find that episode and watch yeah. it. Yeah. See, if you search his name on IMDb, you'll find the episodes. And okay, there you cool. go. Cool. That'd be fun. Um, Chad, do you have any uh, co- uh, coffee accounts or anything? <clears throat> uh, I don't know about the coffee account. Let me go pull that up. I know I don't have any emails or voicemails. Let me uh, go pull up the coffee. Watch that coffee. Well, Scott Shaw is slowly becoming my favorite. Yeah, uh, you're not yeah. the only one, man. He is yeah. very much becoming beloved very quickly. And he seems to love it, man. Um, you know, maybe this is a good time to play this clip from the interview. Let me uh, get it ready. Um, he is definitely one of us. So let me bring this up. There's so much fun. And that was me every day for five years. Right? <laughs> and, our, you know, yarn, we, our nerd blood runs deep. So, so deep. The fact that we get the opportunity to make the things that we like to consume. Yeah. Uh, this is a show I watch anyway of course regardless of me being on it and so it was never lost on me the experience was never lost on me every time i walked onto my bridge every time i sat in my chair every time i said things like uh battle stations like it was never lost on me uh the um, custodian that i must be so there you go he, he knows what he's part of and he loves it nice nice yeah, yeah. I was told to check my voicemail, so I'm doing yes. That. Oh, look at that! We do have two voicemails, so I gotta get, I gotta get a cable. All right, get the cable. Notifications on the phone. I don't get them. Oh. Uh, killing me, Chad. It's okay. Yeah. I know, I know. Tell you what, let's uh, let's do uh, let's get Chaz Biz on first while you get that cable. Okay. So let me bring him in. Hey, Chaz Biz, how are you doing? Ah, pretty good. How are you guys? Good. Um, good. You're sounding a little in... bit crinkly there. But that's okay. Um, let's okay. Uh, let's. Hey, what kind of headset does Dan have? Uh, I don't know. What kind do you have, Dan? It is an Astro A10. Astro A10. Okay, I'll, I'll try to change headsets next week. Yeah. So if I can buy one and get it wired in, because you guys are what on Apple. Uh, it's or... a web-based program, man. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, this is a web-based program. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, what'd you think of the episode? Oh, uh, it was as awesome as a ship in a bottle episode. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have much money to spend, so they they did it all in writing, and that's what made it so good. Yeah, it's it great writing and just. Learning about the characters, and I, I don't know. I just I really like this captain. What do you think is <laughs> up with Jack? I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of weird because he's got this almost nightmare alien in him. Yeah. Maybe he has a virus, and that's why he was on that ship with his mother, and Beverly was trying to cure him. Oh, that's because possible. 
because there's there's something up with Jack, and that's what? why she's so protective of him at the moment. The Jack um, is not what, all right. Yeah, yeah, there is something the, about Jack for sure. Yeah, and Beverly's not telling everybody because she's been yeah. kind of secretive. Yeah. Right. And then the what was it? I was listening to Terry Metalis, and he was saying that the the bad guy ship, the Shrike, mm-hmm. is a refit of the Lost Serena. That's oh, it. like that style of ship? Uh, no, no. The inside of the ship is the refit. It's oh, like they redress the set. They yeah, they just uh, that's set. why it looks like that in the free. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you look at the, where the captain's chair is, it's yep. the middle section of the Lost Serena. That makes huh? sense. I can that see it now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Which is fine. I mean, that's smart, honestly. That's fine. Yep. Yeah, I, gotta, I mean, you spent the money, reuse it. Exactly, well, well, yeah. They, uh, they didn't have the budget like they did last year, so they have to spend it in other places and, and be <laughs> smart how they spend it. I, I'm just now remembering when Shaw said something about um, whatever happened on the uh, on the Stargazer and that weird yeah. shit with the Borg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, well, they knew that it was like, nah. That's this good, is... though. That's good, though, because he also said not the real Borg. They're still yes, there, which is important to know. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. important yes. to know that the door is not closed on the Borg. The real thing is still out there, and yeah. you could see them again somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I was exactly. happy to. I was happy to hear that. Okay. And I would like to see Picard with the Herogen and and Warp. I, <laughs> oh, I guarantee you that's going to be a comic book at least. Tactical diplomacy <laughs> or or a book like it'll be something. Yeah, yeah it was like them mentioning. It, I was like Herogen. It's like, am I missing something? It's like, I haven't heard about Herogen since Voyager, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. And you know what? So, it... many, so many small moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, just just half a sentence. Um, either a callback to something or just, you know, lets you know where a character is in his mind based on things we've seen in the past. You know, when Jack says, you know, wow, my mother must have hated you to name me after her first husband. And, you know, Picard's response, even if I knew, I would have named you. Yep. Yeah. I would have named you after him. Yep. Yeah. You know, it just shows the bond that, that, that those two guys had. Mm-hmm. We never saw it. It was all off screen. It was all yeah. Yeah. season one TNG, but, you know, which also kind of reinforces how tough it was for him having Beverly on the enterprise all those years and having Wesley on the enterprise all those years, knowing that this is a, this is my best friend's wife. B he's dead Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of responsible Yeah, and C I love her and I could never tell him. You know what? Saying all that kind of, we've kind of said, you know, her seems a little too, um, too, too chummy, too, too flowery with with uh, Will now, because of how detached he was during those years on PNG. But yeah. it makes sense because he used to be very close to people. Then yeah. he got hurt. So then you know his next command, he's going to be a little standoffish. But yeah. now in his old age, he's going back to his roots. Yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. You know, it brings up another interesting thing too, if you really think about it. So we've seen Picard now in four different stages of his life. And he's Mm -hmm. been different in each stage. His character is one that's 
not been static and the same exact person over time. We've seen him in his early days, mm-hmm. you know, in flashbacks and some scenes. We've seen him during his time on the Enterprise with everything that was was happening at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've now seen him. Uh, we've, we've of course seen him in his old age and in inner light and different variations of that as well. Um, and now we've seen him here uh, at Picard at the in both both two forms really. One as a, as a real guy and now as a synth who's mm-hmm. trying to you know wind up his life essentially. And he was going to do it with Laris, and now he's now he's here with uh, Beverly and and a, and a kid. And then how does Jack and Will, like, are we going to get a scene with Jack and Will? I don't know. Oh, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, Wheaton has said he's not in this season. They're brothers, though. How could they not? How could we not? Well, he's the traveler. How could we not? I know. Yeah. And or and not the traveler, the like, watchers, you know, or whatever the hell they call themselves. Think how protected Beverly is right now of uh, yeah. uh, Jack, because she already lost a husband. Will Wheaton's a space ghost or space god, whatever he is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and then well, you don't got say Jack. space ghost because there might be some. Uh, yeah, some that, that's that's a different connotation. Yeah. Some residue. Mm-hmm. So she likes she likes space ghosts. <laughs> she got slimed. So. Yeah, oh. <laughs> indeed, indeed. All right, hey Chaz, because your mic is is getting a little bit worse, I think, or it's just dragging on. So let's okay. let's cut him off from there. And we'll move on to you, uh, Chaz. Thanks, Thanks, Chaz. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Our producer into... said we're done. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's crinkling so much. It is. It's, it's kind of yeah. Yeah. Hey, hipsters, Bach. What's uh, what's going on? What's up? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sounds great. Yep. Okay. So uh, yeah, I really like this week's uh, episode too. I mean, everybody loved it, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I, you know, it's like. It's like a classic episode of uh, TNG. You know. Right. Hold on, I gotta and... ask Scott something real quick. Scott, what's what's Pornhub? Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of it. Don't know what it is. <laughs> You're a bad influence. All right, I'm sorry. It's not a, a website. No, don't not Google it. Don't Google it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Along yeah. with Star Trek. Don't Google it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but, funny. But so, you're right, um, it did but, feel like TNG, man. It was pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, so the statute of limitation on having relationships with your best friend's wife is um seven years now. Is it okay? <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> Wait, what do you want? Ar- <laughs> maybe maybe over in Poland, but not 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 in Arkansas. Clearly, <laughs> I mean Picard had relations with Beverly, and you know, I thought, okay, what is the statute of limitation on that anyway? <laughs> Maybe the chat room can tell us. Yeah, we have we'll lawyers get a, and, and, we'll and get some, people uh, and legalists, legal uh, experts, scholars, or, or uh, Officer Brunt, FAC. Is he in the chat today? <laughs> tell us. I mean, that's that's something that you wonder, right? Yeah. <laughs> not really, Hipster Spock. I wasn't thinking it at all until you mentioned it. Not not a second of it, no. <laughs> so anyway, I was... I mentioned it a few times. Like, did you guys get like major like um, Snoke vibes when when the Vatic was uh, talking to that guy? A Snoke, yeah, not Snake, yeah. but Snoke from uh, yeah, exactly yeah. from uh, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. What is thy bidding, my emperor? 
Yeah, 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 for sure. But, but uh, the thing is, do you think we will actually see the guy? Because in Star Wars, he was just off, like after five minutes being on. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, is she really communicating? I think that goo of uh, slime or whatever is more of a communication device and not an actual changeling. And the changeling's on the other end of it, connected to it somehow, as in it's a piece of him, like I'd said before. So so will we actually see that changeling on the other end? We have no way of knowing. We could several times and actually not actually know it uh, in terms of the look of who it is. So. You know, and again, it could be any one of them if they're all in their own separate link, right? It's hard to say. They're all one, essentially. It yeah, the looks. Drop becomes it, the ocean. The ocean becomes the drop. Yeah. It looks, if you look at the face, it looks like loss. It does actually it? does. It does look like him. Because if you go back and you look at him, he had, he didn't look like Odo. Because Odo's face was modeled after the guy that found him. So loss's face is modeled after... You know, I don't know whoever found him, but he has a very angular, uh, like a pointy chin and a very angular face. And I kind of got that feeling looking at this projection, we'll call it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pictures I have to rewatch the episode of uh, DS9. Yeah. So, another question like, how did the changeling decide to choose uh, Cindy? Sydney LaForge uh, to go to the, um, you know, that place where they were disconnecting the uh, nacelle, uh, you know, covers. I mean, it probably chose someone that uh, it thought Seven would trust. Mm-hmm. Oh, it made a mistake there because it oh, didn't it know did. any better for sure. Yeah. 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 It definitely made a mistake there, um, and that just is telling that it doesn't. Maybe it hasn't been on that ship as long as what they think. Um, but uh, otherwise, they would have known that she's got nothing to do with engineering. That's her father. They mm-hmm. just they mm-hmm. just they just came up with that, as, and that was a mistake. Um, probably because just bad bad uh, reading of the room. You know, changelings are bad about that sometimes. But mm-hmm. uh, but it had to be somebody that was from the bridge, right? To be sent mm-hmm. down there mm-hmm. by Picard or Riker. But they didn't mm-hmm. know about the uh, the order of you know we're not sending anybody down there type of thing. Somehow they yeah. didn't quite pick that up, right? So, um, yeah, I can't find a picture of loss anywhere. Um, nope. Trying to yeah. find one now to see if what the comparison is. It's but two I, A's. Two oh, A's. Well. Yeah. Uh, oh, whatever. Anyway. Okay. Um, so anyway, just always say Commander Seven. That's that's the advice. And um, yeah, I I. You know, I said this to, uh, ah, okay, that's cool. Um, I said this to you guys um, earlier, but um, I know what's behind the uh, door with the red light. It's a yeah. uh, Kenny Rogers roasted chicken sign. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know who's back there? Roxanne! <laughs> you don't have to put on your red light. That episode with Lost, by the way, is called Chimera. Okay. Okay. Deep Space Nine Chimera. If you want to go back. Okay. I got to go watch it now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, with the. Uh, he, um, he didn't have a ship, right? He was just traveling through space as a, as a changeling, right? Yeah. Um, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. As a blob. Okay. Yeah. He was just I blobbing so. through the galaxy. Yeah. Blobbing it up. 
Okay. Mm. Okay. One last thing before I uh, go. Who who do you like? If there was a reference uh, competition with the uh, lower decks, who would win um, between Picard and lower decks? You know, oh, with the number of decks. references. It's definitely lower decks. decks. Yeah, yeah, by a landslide because it's every it's every scene. It's every five seconds. Yes. It's just all over yes. the place. And, um, and for the amount they have compared to the time they have in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Picard, it's yeah, it's no contest. <laughs> Jeff, All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, thanks, yeah, man. thanks Appreciate for it. thanks for coming on. Thank you. In the chat, Gentry says, "Liquid changelings in this show looks like living, moving, visceral fat globules." Yeah, left over from the yeah. uh, liposuction mm-hmm. done last night. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Gross. definitely a. I'm wondering because that's got me wondering. Okay, is there something different about the changelings now? that they look like this or is this just a change in special effects for the time? It's a change in special effects for the time. They don't want to do the silver liquid stuff. It would look dated and, and weird. Yeah. I think it's just a special. Well, okay. So it could be, it could be both special effects, right? Better. Um, and the, the liquid stuff would still look weird. The mercury looking mm-hmm. stuff would probably look weird. Like be too much like the Terminator mm-hmm. as well. And on top of that, um, they can use the same, well, they're not quite the same link. They've got an issue. They've got a genetic issue that they haven't quite totally corrected yet. Yeah. Um, and that causes uh, their freeform shape to look like that, too. So mm-hmm. do we have any TrekCast t-shirts for sale? Scott wants to know. Uh, we used to. I can, I can work on that. <laughs> we had a couple of different ways of getting those shirts. I don't know if you'd get one in time. Isn't that next month, Scott? The Comic-Con you're going to next month with uh, Brunt and Garrick? Pretty sure it is. Combs. Probably, and, yeah, we could probably figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Get him one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, our last caller is T-Bear. Let me bring him on. T-Bear. T-Bear. What's up? Hey, guys. What's up? What's going on? How you doing? Uh, I have a question. I guess I was never a DS9 fan back in the day. <gasps> what? I was... I was team TN. I was team TOS back then. Back when we okay. only had you, you were either team TOS or team TNG. Uh, and then I became team Voyager. But yeah. I think you need to. I think you need to go sit in the corner and think about what you've done. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, remember, I remember reading an article in the news, newspaper, and yes, that was that long ago. It was a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. saying, you know the problem with new track or new track or back then it was new track. Is that one's going the wrong direction and the other one's going the wrong way? Yeah. Basically, <laughs> or, well, I'm sorry, one's going the wrong way and one's not going anywhere, which yeah. basically was referring to DS9 and Voyager. And it's funny when I think about it today, it's like, well, you know, we're kind of in that same range, yeah. but I'm still. Uh, I've I, got the side by side up of loss and then that hand change lane. I yeah, don't know I mean, how you can them, look at it. They're twins. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta say I don't see it, Dan. That's not fair though, because the one on the left is <laughs> constantly in motion. He was, you know, all wiggling right. all around. And it's a still shot. That's that's Zack Snyder's loss. You know what this reminds yeah. me of? <laughs> you know, you know what this reminds me of. Just is just a perfect example of it. What's Corporate it? wants you to explain the difference between these. Two there you go. There you <laughs> go. They're the same picture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They haven't been consistent because it's, it seems like the changelings. Why I still don't understand why some look like perfect, perfected human form, yet the founders still all look like Odo. 
I don't know if they've well, ever explained that. Didn't that's, she that's do that also, on purpose? Uh, well, that's also... Yeah, I don't know. Did we... What other founders did we see? Is she the only founder we saw? Uh, I believe so. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Uh, uh, maybe. I, I remember them having a conversation where she did that on purpose for him. Okay. I, I remember that exp- explicitly where she wanted to look like him. Okay. All right. Specifically to win him over. It was a manipulation tactic, right? I'm trying to remember if we ever... I mean, I know there were other changelings, but I'm trying to remember if we ever saw them in their own human form, not that they were... Uh, uh, mimicking someone else because you know if changelings are all walking around looking like some Bajoran scientist that doesn't make that doesn't make sense and, uh, <laughs> right but I don't know I haven't watched Deep Space Nine I think I'm gonna go here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna get in the car and head over to T Bear's house and, uh, <laughs> we're gonna binge we're gonna binge seven seasons of Deep Space Nine and then uh, and then he will be allowed back into the fold. Okay. See, that's, that's what we need to do in Vegas. We need to have watch parties in Vegas where we are watch just... this stuff. How about a yeah. live show in Vegas? Yeah, oh, well wait. that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. like to try that. It's a great that's a great idea, Chad. What would we need to do <laughs> to make that happen? <laughs> yeah, we can try. We have all the stuff to do it. Uh, we can it, do it. We have the technology. We have the technology. We have the abilities. It wouldn't be video, but it would be audio. Oh, we could do video now. Well, we could, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, it's possible. It would be different, though. It would. It would. Be it would little, be different. It would be a yes. little different, but we could do it. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. what, um, uh, T Bear, I've been asking people, what, what do you think is up with Jack? I, you know, it's kind of like his uncle Shinzon. You know, when he got um, <laughs> his uncle with the uh, Venom symbiote. <laughs> Uh-huh. And, oh, oh wait, shit. I think that's a different multiverse, maybe? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's right. There's something that they know Beverly's not saying, and it's, it has something to do with the changelings. It's I still don't get the red, though. Like There's something in him, or he got... I don't know if there's something genetic, or if it's something that happened to them. Um, you don't that's think it's the, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's the crossover we all want, right? Uh, uh, for sure. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm thinking it's probably something genetic or something that predisposed him to it or something. Because Picard's been through so much that they'll he's who knows what's happened to him in his DNA at this point. I mean, all mm-hmm. the all the cloning and and I think Vatic is there's a relationship with him and Vatic that I don't think. He or uh, Jack understands or knows about. Vatican oh, State. he got down with Space Cougar. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's Crow uh, Forbisna is uh, you know really mad about uh, them killing off uh, the card's mini me. She's a funny bunny. Tell that bitch be cool. <laughs> That's what he's just explaining it later. I told her to be cool, and now she's just following me everywhere. Yeah. Gentry says it's the Red Angel. That's what's mm. behind the door. <laughs> oh, well, Gentry, if it's the Red Angel, I hey, hope they keep that door closed. Okay. Frank's, Frank's did say uh, Frank's. that they've got a way to tie all these the discovery together, right? So <laughs> Frank's probably has a way, and he is the way. Yeah. 
He is the way. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Anything else you wanted to add in, T-Bear? Nope. Till next time. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for coming. See you, man. Go watch Deep Space Nine. Redeem yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come back on and talk on this show until you've watched some DS9. There's seven seasons and there's seven days until the next episode of Trekcast. It's so easy. You know what you have to do. The the Trekcast is a major. You know what's what's funny? There's roughly, I think there's roughly 24 episodes. Uh Uh-huh. 22, 23. Per episode, per per season of Deep Space Nine. And there's seven. So if he started right now and only stopped for like meals and bathroom breaks, Uh he could do it. Really? He could do it. Yeah, he and could. You know what? I I have faith in him. How I much does he love us? In our listeners. <laughs> if he loves us, he'll do it. He's how, not going to do it. Awesome, <laughs> I know. How awesome would that be? How awesome would that be if he comes on next week? He comes on full video. He comes he's on haggard. full video. He's got he's got a beard, right? His shirt's got stains on it he's just like i did it fellas i burned a week of vacation time at work. he's 20 years it. older he's, he's looking like that Riker where they, they all the enterprises appear and he's like the yes shot up right age, yeah <laughs> you know what it's like yeah we can't go back there exactly. all right well you know what he'll watch him on bajor they're 45 minutes each the, it collapses <laughs> it'll be fine yeah and now he finally will understand the it's real comment mm-hmm. <laughs> it's real is this trek shaming you haven't seen Deep space <laughs> yeah. nine yes it is yes it is trek shaming yeah yeah yes. you know our views have gone up since we've uh, started trek shaming so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's all good everybody piles on everybody yeah, piles on knows. that yeah. yeah all right uh jed you had a voicemail you wanted to play for us we got well we got two voicemails Okay. I could tell one is is it says it starts off I am Scott. So so I know okay, it's a legitimate voicemail. I'm going to play that one. The other one I'm a little concerned it might be like a bill collector. So we'll play That's that fine. one too. It'll That's be cool. fine. Here's the first one. I am Scott, son of Richard, House of Bouchers, <laughs> husband to the glorious Desiree of the House of Diamonds, minister ordained, veteran of the American army. I have your pack-led review. First Star Trek Picard Season 3, Episode 4. No win scenario. Pack-led's Miss Raffi. <laughs> Thank you for listening to a pack-led review. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's pretty good. That's great. That's a great title you got. I like yep. that. All right, like here's it. the here's the other one uh, that I might have to. Oh no, there's no. Uh... What, what? I have Silence no idea. What this is, I have no idea what this is going to say. Holy uh, shit! Roll the dice. Hey, Dad. I just wanted to remind everyone that Worf is a hottie, even as an old dude. Worf Whoa. is a hottie, even as an old dude. That's what she said. Okay. Okay. Who is that? The transcription is just totally yeah. <laughs> not what she just said. <laughs> Do we know who that was? Isn't that the the lady that came on a couple weeks back saying Play it again. Just Play it again. It was quick. everything. Yeah, it's quick. Hey, Chad. I just wanted to remind everyone that Worf is a hottie, even as an old dude. There you go. Worf is a hottie, even. He said, old "Hey, dude. Chad." So well. Right. Well, Isn't she the one that came what? on here a few weeks back, though, I saying she was know, watching man. through everything? I'm pretty sure that's who that is. Yeah. 
I am going to concur that Warp is a hottie. Yeah, he is a fine specimen of of Klingon warrior, and women want him, men want to be him, and it was great seeing him. I was a little bummed we didn't see him this week, but there was so much other great stuff going yeah. on that I'm okay. Uh, it looks like we might see a little bit more of him next week. So looking forward looks like to it. that. There, yeah. There's a meme going around of him doing all his titles, you know, House <laughs> Rajanka and all that. And then yeah. it ends with Rappy going, and Father of Alexander. And he's just like, <laughs> who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. as they used to say back in the um, 2000s before it became politically incorrect, uh, Worf is a hottie, no homo. Okay. <laughs> so somebody somebody said that last week. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just find bringing it up again. Yeah. <laughs> so I got something this week. I've not even told Uh-oh. you guys about this. Uh oh. Uh oh. I want to help. I want to figure out a way that we can do something special with this. I think it's okay. pretty cool. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, I'll just show you what it is. So this came in the mail. These are Star Trek Star Discs, aka Pogs. It is a box, a sealed box of Star Trek Pogs. Oh, wow. There are, um, how many packs in here? 36 packs of six Pogs in each pack. So quite a bit. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. So what I was thinking is um, people online like to watch these like unboxings where people open up packs of like cards and whatever. So I thought I would do some of that, do a live stream of doing that. Okay. But also, I want to keep a few as giveaways for stuff. Oh, yeah. Cool. To help increase the show and, and promote it somehow. So cool. we got to figure something out. Um, you know, if the audience wants to help come up with ideas. But I think, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we do something like that? Or Yeah. Give stuff away. Gentry's got it right there. Only those who have met me in person understand that. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I must have missed it. Oh, I'll, I'll says, put it up again. Yeah, here's here's the two things that Gentry said. So, well, he said that second. Yeah, he says we know the, said that one first. Chad yes. can say no homo, but we know the truth. Yes. <laughs> uh, Chaz is already excited about pogs. Yeah, so that's great. Um, yeah, Scott's still got ornaments to give away. There you go. Oh, cool. And <laughs> Daryl hasn't seen Pogs since the night. Exactly, Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why I got them. That was good uh, timing uh, between what I said and then that. <laughs> yes. But these are original. I don't know man, why. From, from back in the day, like these, these have okay. never been opened. So how'd, how'd you come upon those? Uh, there's this thing called eBay. <laughs> this, this guy. He's got jokes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be like a cool story. Like, yeah. well, I went out. Is and this I, I not made... cool enough? It was a weekend in Spokane. No, no, Are it, you was, not it was entertained. Yeah, I am entertained, but like, like there, you know, there'd be a cool story. Like, I went to Spokane. I came across this garage sale. There was this old guy who had all this stuff. It was a bidding war between me and this old lady. She kept telling me her story about her husband who loved Trek, and I didn't give a shit. I just wanted the pogs. Damn it, you know, like. <laughs> Okay, so like a couple months ago, uh, I taught my nephews about pogs because I found my old pogs, right? And they got into it and they wanted some more. And I explained to them that they really don't exist anymore. Yeah. And then just randomly the other day I was on the computer and I thought, well, I wonder if there was ever Star Trek ones. And then I stumbled upon this box. There you go. At a very reasonable price. And so I got it. 
Yeah. That's the story. Yeah. I'm that's not cool. giving away my Thomas Riker. Okay. <laughs> so it's I'll just trade, a disc, right? The pogs rap, are just a, a disc. Rookie card. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny, Gentry. Yeah, these are these are just the as far as I understand it, these are just the the cardboard ones. These aren't the slam. And what do you do what do you do with them? Just collect them to have them and that's it. I guess. Because my when you what what do you call those things where you put them on the back of your uh, phone and it's like a little you use your two fingers to kind oh of the hot your... po- the the pop sockets pop sockets that's what yeah the... pop okay. sockets yeah hot pocket <laughs> I mean you could glue it onto a pop socket for sure yeah 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 that's probably I mean, how I'd use them yeah but it's you it's know just normal weather like you're out in the phone on the in the rain you got glue on a piece of cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh I mean, god chaz you want i've got a clear toy? plastic case on my phone so i can put it in there and protect it and be fine what are you going to do with that raffy toy you're going to practice voodoo and and pin you know pinning pin, pin oh, the thing geez, god. harm and someone else i don't know no no i would just leave it at the store <laughs> <laughs> which i have seen a lot of people with the new star trek toys melted yeah they're store. not they're not selling well okay not sid selling well Okay, Sid, he's going to blow it up on a bottle rocket. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I, I was reading about the uh, Masters of the Universe toys really aren't selling that well. Like a lot of these reboot toy lines are not doing as well as people toys thought. Toys in general. Well, here's, here's the thing with the Masters of the Universe ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're to the point where most of the characters that people are nostalgic for, they've released them already. So, yeah. You know, they're getting to the end of the line and they're coming up with different gimmicks and whatnot. And people like me, you're like, no, I don't care about that. I don't need that. Yeah. So I don't think toys in general are that they just don't sell as many uh, they don't. age ranges that they used to uh, way they back don't. in the day. And I think that I think until they get smart um, about how to sell toys to kids nowadays between and I'm saying like between like five and twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, until they get smart about it, they're never going to be a, a, as big a market as what they used to be. And what I mean smart isn't like what type of toy, what genre, what this, that, or the other. I mean the toys themselves. Like there's got to be, they've got to compete with a tablet and everything in all, that can possibly be on a tablet. Every game, every interaction, all that kind of stuff. Like the toy itself has to be at a level of being able to interact with the kid it's playing with, talk, talk back, a little bit of AI built into it, something, right? Mm-hmm. And it could do all that via Wi-Fi and, and and via a server somewhere. So it doesn't have to actually be on the dang toy. But uh, <laughs> the glorious Desiree says hi. Tell her we said hi, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I miss those two. Those two are fun. Yeah. Yes. So. All right. Um, all right. Well, this has been Toycast. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Is that it for the? Uh, is that it for all of our feedback? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, this just, has been quite the long show. It was I a just great need show. To know if Daniel, if you're going to start another podcast and call it Pogcast, I know it doesn't <laughs> really doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, no, no. You know, some things like Trekcast just roll right off the tongue that anybody would want it as the name of their podcast. Oh, Bob was uh, looking to get banned. Nobody cared about He-Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Change your name right now. These guys are killing yeah, I learned yeah, this a long that, time ago. Happen. Yeah. No, 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 sir. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. I have the power. 
T-Bears as well. <laughs> Whoa. So real quick before we go, before we wind yes. it up, uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Everybody see sec- uh, second episode? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. great. That was a great yep. episode. He makes yep. it to the waters of Mandalore. Not only does he find out it's a little bit not quite what he thought, but so does Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's funny because, Daniel, you said last week that um, it seems like Din as a character might be moving away from his uh, his religion. Yeah. And, and right after that, we see this episode. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. Did you did you pick it up? Did you feel it that uh, Bo-Katan might be moving towards? They might be moving towards each other. Yes. Yeah, I think they're. I think she's going to get more religious, and he's going to get more not. Yeah, and they'll find yep. a middle. Yep. Yeah. Well, that might be what's needed to, uh, you know, bring bring all the Mandalorians together mm-hmm. again yeah. under one uh, one banner. He's going to be their Martin Luther, and they're going to have a they're going to have a, a Protestant revival. The new Lutheran Church, yeah. The new I Lutheran did like, Church, the Mandalore. I, I did like how he has a really hard time with that sword. Yeah, yeah. she, she, does she doesn't. Yeah, she yeah. just slayed people left and right, no problem. Yeah. and she had yeah. no issue with that sword. She's just a different cut uh, yeah. between between the two. She's just yeah. Well, I like the, her character a lot. The the thing I was reading is the trick with the dark sabers, you have to be singularly focused. Yes. That's yes. why you can lead. Yes. And he's so conflicted with everything. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So. Yep. So. So I think in the end, it's going to be, um, you know, they're going to find the middle ground, and you could take your helmet off during the week, but. Uh, sundown on friday you have to put the helmet on and you can't take it off. <laughs> that's right you can't take that's it right off until sunday morning yeah there you go. during the there sabbath go. it's got to be on yeah yep. yeah yeah that's <laughs> funny i do like how grogu is growing in his strength clearly mm-hmm. he's able to use yes. his power multiple times and not want to fall asleep yep yep so he's going to be a force to be reckoned with i, I like oh, that yeah. scene with uh what's her name where he jumps out and does the somersault like like uh, Yoda did way back in the day. Yep. Um, that's pretty cool. Gentry, yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised by that. She didn't give it back to him. She just left it there with his stuff for him to pick up when he was ready. It was just kind of because she knows. Yeah, she knows that she can't. It's worthless to her. It's only a weapon, uh-huh. unless she wins it in battle. It's yeah, only right. a weapon. In order right. for it to be, you know. So she's as much Hers. a slave of those traditions she, as he is. Well, yeah, because the people that she wants to lead Correct. are, That's are a slave to, to the traditions. Mm, so right. even if she doesn't believe that herself, she has to put up that, yep. that facade. She has to follow it for them. And yes. she even alludes to that in her story about when she was a kid um, with right. her yep. father. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So, And she didn't believe that there was a giant beast down in the water either until she saw it. Well, mm. and that's one of the things. Pavel, welcome like, well, to Mandocast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But when she sees the mythosaur, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's got immediately the name. through through her that, you know, well, if this is real, after mm. all, what else is real? Yeah. After right. all. Now she's doubting everything. Yeah. And they can clearly live there. Sorry. Yeah. There's no reason for them not to rebuild. Other, Other than, than you can't grow anything on that planet. Yeah, you <laughs> could. I mean, hydroponics is a thing, but yeah, the, no, everything they can is grow, glass. What but... are those? 
there's there's animals there. Those animals and and there's other humanoids. They're sustaining themselves on something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can grow food there. Food can grow there. Um, what's interesting is they he said there's Bo-Katan no... needs a visit from a candle ghost. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no. No. She needs a visit so... from the chin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's not a pizza. That's so, the gin. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, so all right. So from the surface, they can't communicate. Mm-hmm. There's too much interference cannot, in the no. atmosphere. Okay, which I'm assuming means you also can't scan the surface from orbit. Right. Probably not. Yeah. Which means it's the perfect place to amass an army without yep. draw, drawing attention to yourselves. Yeah. So I think we are going to see the return, the Mandalorians return to Mandalore. Mando <laughs> Scott likes the Mando supplement, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There you go. Supplemental. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens next. Uh, I think yeah. it's it's going well. I enjoy it. This is the way. This is and the way. And T-Bear is right. It's it's an awesome scene at the end where you can literally see the she gives off the emotion of what she just experienced, even though she's got a mask on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a Katie Sackhoff is an excellent actress. She's perfect yeah. for yeah. Bo-Katan. She's absolutely perfect yep. for it. Mm-hmm. So yep. I just can't imagine somebody better. Yeah. And, and, uh, R five D four, he's a great actor. Awesome. <laughs> I'm glad he's still getting work. You know, it's been a while since we've seen him. But, uh, I'm glad that poor bastard finally got off Tatooine. He's been stuck there for 50 years. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious how she pawns him off on him. Yeah. And he takes it. And then he's like, that's not the ask here. He shoves mm-hmm. him out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah. All right, guys. It's been real. Yep. yep. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. So I'm going to go. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, See everybody, for listening. It's been a blast, but I mean, we're at the one hour and yeah. 45 minute mark. So, yeah, we've been yes. going this for a is while. An exceptionally long episode of, of, of TrekCast, but that just That's goes right. to show how much uh, I love you guys. I love this show that we're a part of, this this uh, this Star Trek family, this TrekCast family. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thanks. Thank you to both of you for being here. Thank you for everyone who shows up every week and your and your your emails and your voicemails and your your packlet reviews and your pods <laughs> and you know all the all the all disconcerted the craziness that just makes this show what it is i really enjoy being a part of it so, yeah absolutely so i just wanted to say that yeah. even <laughs> the crazy even, how you got the angel lights behind him from the flare as even, he was saying this? The, even gentry i love that guy too <laughs> <laughs> even him <laughs> all right it's our church Yes, yes. Jasmine. It's the Church of Trekcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. See ya. Yep. Live long and prosper. See you All next right. week. See you guys. See you next Bye. week. Thanks. <laughs>